Yeah, well, what frustrates me the most is that I sometimes get the impression that men feel just because you're a woman or just because you're blonde or just because I look a lot younger than I really am. I'm... So there's there are all these biases that men have towards women, like, oh, you look young, so you must be not knowledgeable or you must not mm. be good at your job. or And even... When you try to say something, when Hi, I'm Mina Kondar, founder of Wellness All Seasons with Mina podcast. Welcome. As women, our well-being is very important and we get to pay attention to uh, our environment, where we find ourselves so as to stay always healthy physically and mentally because sometimes there are some environment which are not healthy at all for us because we uh, in the period in life of women there are periods in which we were more sensitive and uh, can be impacted uh, physically and mentally but what it is going uh, around us or within us as well so today i want to um i will uh, receive my guest she will share her story in a male environment at work and how it was impacting his her well-being and decided to shift and she is nikki so welcome to Wellness All Seasons with Mina podcast. And I'm happy to have you uh, for my listener to share your story. Welcome. Thank you. So uh, we have met um, previously and we talked about your experience in a male environment at work. And uh, could you share how were you feeling in this period and um, what uh, did you do to change? Uh, sure. Well, basically, I started working for an IT company. And um, uh, when I started working there, uh, the person who had the job before me had already left. So there was no one really to tell me how to do my job or how the company worked or uh, what to look out for or where to find the information I needed. So uh, right off the bat, it was quite challenging to um, kind of get my bearings and uh, to know what to do. Um, so uh, I started working there and I told the owner of the company, I only want to work four days because I have my own company as well called Tokyo Tours, uh, for which I organize guided tours with private tour guides in Japan. And I told him, I, uh, yeah, thank you. So I told him I want one day that I can dedicate to my own company and then the four other days I can work for you. So... I was working as a marketeer for an IT company. And uh, he said, yeah, it's fine because your company is in tourism. So it ha has absolutely nothing to do with our company. So it's okay if you do that in your spare time. 
And uh, so I started working there and it was fine, but there were already at the beginning some uh, minor annoyances, like uh, I would say to one of my male colleagues, oh, that shirt you're wearing really brings out your eyes. And immediately they thought, oh, she probably likes me because she made a compliment and I was just like it's just a compliment nothing more I don't mean anything <laughs> behind it there's no hidden message it's just nice shirt you know that's all so that was already at the beginning difficult and then my boss started every day started saying these weird things like oh you look very colorful today and I was like is that sarcasm are you saying I look terrible or is it the compliment what are you trying to say so I already was a bit annoyed like yeah what what is going on just tell me um and then slowly by slowly at first he started saying well I actually I think you need a coach so I have this friend and he knows a lot about marketing and he knows a lot about the business so he can help you but basically whenever he helped me either like he said oh yeah I wrote this blog article that you can use and then I looked up what he wrote and literally I just typed in the subject in Google and the first um, website that showed up that was what he had written so or written because mm. it was literally copy paste he had not written it himself he just copied it from another website and that was some kind of senior website for senior citizens who don't really know how to deal with computers so I was like first of all you stole it and second of all it's not even good work that you stole so that already started pissing me off a lot like you are supposed to guide me and all you give me is stuff from other people and not even well-written stuff. So so for you, this kind of relationship uh, at work was not really healthy because uh, it's not healthy at all to communicate like this in uh, uh, this. No, no, because the, it made me feel incompetent that my boss thought I was incompetent for giving me this um, coach to help me. And it was also very frustrating because he wasn't actually helping me, but only giving bad advice. And then when I tried to say something like, well, but to be honest, this is not really adding much value then he would say, oh, you have an attitude problem and you think that I want to steal your job and you are incapable of uh, working with other people, apparently. So I was like, no, that is not the case at all. It's just that your work is rubbish and I can't use it. So, so it's, it became a conflict uh, and it, uh, I imagine it impacts your mental uh, health, yes, this kind of uh, toxic relationship. Yeah, I mean, and then when I tried to bring it up, I had the clear impression that basically the coach that I was supposed to work with, he was a friend of the boss and the boss didn't want to 
give him a handout. So he hired him as a consultant so he could give him money without him actually having to do much. But I was kind of caught in the middle because uh, I needed to work with him and he was just terrible. So. And it's uh, not always uh, very healthy to deal with this kind of uh, situation because uh, it happens here. Um, remember me, you are in Netherlands. Yes, in Amsterdam. Yeah, it's amazing. The Wellness All Seasons with Mina podcast is global. <laughs> you are okay. in Netherlands, I'm in Paris, uh, in France. And uh, Unfortunately, we found this kind of uh, things even here. Mm. Uh, always there are some uh, uh, some arrangement uh, at work uh, that can be in the benefit of uh, uh, the employer and make the employee in a bad situation. Uh, not general, but uh, sometimes, yeah. Yeah, well, what frustrates me the most is that I sometimes get the impression that men feel just because you're a woman or just because you're blonde or just because I look a lot younger than I really am. I'm 45, but many people think I'm around 30. So there's there are all these biases that men have towards women like, oh, you look young, so you must be not knowledgeable or you must not be mm. good at your job or and even when you try to say something when a guy says it he is assertive and he's strong and he knows what he's talking about but if a woman says the exact same thing she's shrill or she's arrogant or mm. uh, she doesn't know what she's talking about so that really annoys me a lot when guys are like yeah you're just a woman what do you know Mm. Uh, he, he, I think it's a particular because it's uh, an um, I um, everything regarding uh, IT uh, companies, technologies, uh, internet, uh, computer science, etc. Because we found more men than women in this uh, kind of uh, jobs. That's why they always uh, underestimate the capacities of women in this uh, area but it's coming because women now start to learn about uh, computer science and uh, everything uh, and have her part in this uh, uh, market yeah i mean i'm actually really good at my job and i was able to show that i was good at my job mm. but still my manager was like yeah but obviously you don't know why we do the things we do and it seems that you have not a clear understanding and blah 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 i said well i can show you the results so what are you complaining about but still so, so it Every day I came home like, ah, I want to kill someone. Yeah, it was impacting you uh, emotionally, physically, mentally. And what did you do to overcome this situation? Uh, well, uh, first of all, I quit. <laughs> because uh, my boss just kept complaining about the same things every day and it seemed that he didn't have a clear understanding what I was doing and he seemed to not really care too much about the results that I was achieving he just wanted to uh, bring me down a notch like you you have a big mouth so I, I don't care that you're doing a great job I just want you to 
I want to punish you for being so outspoken. So one day, again, he was complaining about something stupid. And uh, I went to my computer and I wrote the resignation letter and I went back to his desk and I put it in front of him. And oh. then he told me, oh, you are clearly hysterical. So I'm not going to accept this. I'm going to give you a two day cooling off period where you can think about what you just did. And I'm sure in two days time you come back to me and you will be begging to have wow. your job back. Uh, and I said, no, I'm not going to do that. Uh, I am really fed up with you and your business and I just want to leave. So no, in two days, I will still feel the same. He said, well, we'll see about that. And uh, let's see. In two it days was it yeah. was a big decision. It was a great decision because you decided to quit. Yes, but I'm like. Uh, I don't take these decisions lightly. I mean, the, yeah. the because you of... you were not feeling good at uh, this. Uh... Yeah, this uh, feeling had been festering for months already, and uh, I was really tired of him. And I mean, my own company, Tokyo Tours, was doing better, and I was making more money from that. So I was like, well, I have some savings. I can survive for at least a couple of months. So he can go screw himself. <laughs> and, uh, so the next day was my day off. And I actually went to a networking event to promote my own business. Uh, so I posted a few things online. And then the day after I had to go to work. And suddenly my boss was very deflated. And he seemed very... Uh, unhappy and sad and I was like oh what is going on and then uh, uh, later that day he sent me text message like oh yeah actually I think you are serious so I will accept your resignation and uh, you can work until the end of the month and then you can leave so I was like yes yeah and how was how was the behavior uh the rest of the months before quit before leaving completely the company uh they changed their behavior or they were still continuing to behave the same thing as before how uh, were you feeling when you decided to quit uh, i i think it was for you it was as uh, uh yeah, it's uh, you. You know that it's just for a few days, and after you have your freedom, how were their behavior at this uh, moment during these days? Well, actually, on the day I handed in my resignation, I had a meeting with the coach as well. So I told him about my plans for uh, quitting the company. And then he said, uh, oh, well, actually, then it's better that we cancel our meeting and you just go and talk to the boss about wanting to quit. Um, and so afterwards, he said, oh, since you're quitting, I don't see any point in talking to you anymore. So fortunately, I didn't have to deal with him anymore. And then I told my boss, I said, well, you know, this is nothing personal. I don't have any animosity towards you I just feel that my ideas do not align with yours so I'm still I want to um, 
not have any uh, bad feelings between us. So until you have someone that can take over my job, I would be willing to work on a freelance basis, just a couple of hours. I will not deal with uh, the strategy of the company anymore because our uh, ideas are too far apart. So mm -hmm. that will only frustrate us. But I can do other things. I can write blogs. I can uh, yeah. make social media posts. So basically, uh, I, I told him I can work on a freelance basis. And um, when you have someone to take over the job, I can help to show this person the ropes. And not like me, I was just drowning, not knowing what to do. And then it will be easier for that person to get started. And I can just work a couple of hours here and there. And uh, also I had a work from home um, setup. And I said, well, actually, uh, how about we do a trade? So you tell me how much all of this is worth. And then I'll just work a couple of extra hours. And uh, then I don't have to hand it in. And he said, oh, yeah, actually, I feel that is a great idea. So uh, I will let you know how much it's worth and you tell me what your hourly rate is and then we'll do that. And then one day before I was supposed to hand in all my stuff, at the end of the day, he called me in his office and he said, oh, actually, I've given it some more thought and uh, I don't want you to work freelance anymore. I won't need you. And also, I don't want you to uh, work for all the equipment you have at home. So you will need to either hand it in or I'm going to charge you money for it. Wow. Mm. Uh, yes, so because I, because well, he, he felt that uh, you... Um, you are not completely in the company. So even if you still doing the work for the company, you you are in your uh, environment. You are not completely uh, working uh, for the company. So even no, if I don't, I don't think it's that. It was just pettiness. Mm. So he didn't. He um, felt that I, I wasn't uh, he he didn't want to help me he was like you do too much on your own and you're too stubborn and you're you just uh you wanted to punish you yes <laughs> so uh, yeah and um because we met uh, in our previous um, meeting and we discussed about uh, your well-being in this case and it impacted you and you started to consume some uh, medication for to feel good this is due to all these behavior uh yeah i did start to take uh, medication but only to sleep because oh. i couldn't sleep, sleep because i was just so enraged all the time because my boss was being so difficult uh like uh, the all of the stuff I had at home was secondhand, so it wasn't even new. So mm -hmm. the value was negligible, but still he was like, I don't want you to have this. Uh, I uh, rather spend more money trying to get it back than uh, giving it to you. So, mm. uh, so yeah, because... 
because the situation impacted you and impacted your sleep you could not sleep yeah. uh, normally and uh, of course when you don't sleep well the day after you have you don't have energy you don't feel good you are frustrated and in it impacts your physical uh well yes. as well because you are tired you couldn't yes. do anything mm -hmm. so right. yeah and uh after when you uh now you are completely uh on your project and you you are not working anymore with the company you are True. focused on your company how are you feeling now with you uh, actually yesterday i had a meeting with my partner because i do it together with a business partner in tokyo so she mm -hmm. does all of the planning and uh, she handles all the emails and i mostly do uh, public relations sales and uh, marketing so yesterday I had a meeting and she told me that we've gone up to 15 bookings, new bookings a day. Congratulations. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, so, so it's going really well. And uh, I, actually now I'm at a situation where I don't need to have any additional jobs because I'm already making enough money. Yeah. Uh, so so really happy about that very interesting and uh, so for you uh, it's related um, your well-being physically mentally is also related to your well-being financially and with your business because yes yes not only that but also i mean to not have those frustrations anymore mm -hmm. where you go to work and uh, everything you say will be kind of used against you and uh, people are looking at you like uh, who are you and uh, mm. why are you weird I'm like I'm not being weird I'm just a woman so I think think <laughs> I think differently about certain things mm. it shouldn't matter as long as my results are good but uh, apparently guys sometimes have difficulty separating the two yeah, and I think uh, as you were uh, the, the only woman in this company. Yes. Ah, yeah, this is the difficult uh, things. It's uh, an experience with male uh, in a male environment. And that's why they did not have experience with many women. Because sometimes when uh, there are a lot of women in the same company, we can't have uh, always, even if uh, we can still have some uh, reactions but uh, not uh, as you have experienced it it was focused on this um on the as you have mentioned you talk to you as you don't have uh, the capacities the the capacities the skill set to do the work with them and they hired the coach to help you but you didn't need the coach you oh. You master your work and you are doing your, you were doing your work without uh, any problem, but for them, you need a coach to do the work. So it was completely uh, uh, not uh, constructive. No, because I mean, I even won a marketing challenge and uh, I won uh, 8,000 euro by doing that. So I kind of assumed that by doing that, uh, I would have proven my worth. But still, they were like, yeah, but you're only a woman. What do you know? So human, women or men, we are human and we are our uh, 
feelings. Uh, yeah, and we all have our capabilities. I mean, I have course. 25 years of work experience, so my work speaks for itself. I have nothing to prove. So it just annoyed me so much that he was always talking down on me and not really uh, taking anything I told him on board. If I gave him any advice, he would just be like, oh, yeah, no, I'm not going to do anything with it. Because us men, we know, obviously, much better. So you with your little company you go and play with that because mm. obviously you're not a real business owner you have no business sense you're just a woman so obviously everything you do is marginalized and yeah. uh, and which is interesting for you is you t you took the decision to quit for your well-being yes. and uh, to change because uh, no matter what when we start to have difficulties to have a good sleep to struggle, to be frustrated, it's better to leave and to yes. change life, to take the decision to act, to leave and to change life. Because if we don't do it, we continue to struggle uh, in daily life. So for your well-being physically, mentally, your decision was uh, huge, was interesting. And now how is the quality of your sleep how do you feel uh well i sleep very well but yeah, that, you is see? Still, uh, <laughs> that is still because of medications i'm taking so uh, there's also lots of other things going on in my private life that uh, impact my sleep so work was just a small part of it so unfortunately i'm still not capable of sleeping without the medications uh, but at least there's less irritation and uh, I've been doing yoga every night before I go to sleep. It's a good thing. Uh, yeah, that helps me to calm down and to uh, mm. start feeling tired and uh, to get rid of this uh, anger issues. I've been uh, starting to do art projects. Uh, so once a week, I create some art. I'm a very visual person, so I mm. always get images in my head. And I use that to um, kind of uh, uh, visualize what I'm working with. So mm. all of my paintings and my drawings have a very strong message. It's very interesting. I, I stop you because uh, I wanted to tell you that it was, it's a great thing. I had an episode and this is for you, for the listener who did not listen to the episode about art creation, painting and doing dancing are some, uh, all these things help us to, to find ourselves again. And uh, it's a kind of therapy. It's a kind of uh, yeah, uh, discovering yourself. Yes. It's and about... when you decided to do it, did you seek for help to discover this or you do it by yourself? No, I do it by myself. Okay. Although I did start therapy. So uh, next month I'm going to start uh, therapy. It's going to be 20 sessions and it's all centered around uh, certain patterns that we have adopted throughout our lives as coping mm. mechanisms. 
um, like if A happens, you usually respond in a B kind of way. Uh, so I'm going to uh, look at whether these patterns are still helpful and why did I uh, choose this kind of coping mechanisms and to see if, uh, if they're not useful, what I can better do instead to get better results in my life, uh, mm -hmm. in my work environment and with people and um, yeah, to achieve better results uh, generally. Mm -hmm. So, so very yeah, sad. are you painting now? Do you? Uh, yes, yes. Yeah. Almost. So how, when you are painting, how do you feel? Because when you are painting, you engage your body. Mm -hmm. You are engaged completely because you are yes. focused on what you are painting. And uh, mentally, physically, you are focused. And yes. this connection with mind body at the same time at this at a moment uh, of painting how do you feel and uh... well actually my mind never stops so meditation doesn't work for me because my mind is always racing and always coming up with new ideas but the painting is the only time where I can really not think of anything and just focus mm -hmm. on what I'm doing and also you have to be very detailed and have like a little brush yeah so I need to lower my heart rate and I need to uh, focus on my breathing and this needs to be very um slow because otherwise I won't be able to do all the detailed work so mm -hmm. it's helps me a lot to calm down and uh after the sometimes I feel so frustrated that I'm like oh I need to do something I need to paint so I can uh, yeah. get out of this uh feeling of frustration because otherwise I definitely even with meds I won't be able to sleep I love painting and uh, I'm curious to know what you do you paint what kind of uh, yeah, I, the choice this, of colors the choice of uh, a form can reflect what we are feeling so yeah, yeah. what is uh, your uh, what are you painting <laughs> uh, well unfortunately the my uh, video screen is set to blur, so I'm not able to show you. But after the podcast, I can uh, email you some examples of the work that I've done. It's very personal, um, almost all of it. And uh, it has a very strong uh, message as well. So I can uh, send it to you and uh, uh, give some explanation what the message is behind the yeah, artwork. It, you you find you find that for you for your well being it's a good uh, thing to do to paint. Yeah, I mean, just uh, it's a way of visualizing your feelings. So, uh, like I did this uh, drawing of a lady and she has her eyes closed and there's two birds on her shoulder. And it represents that she's trying to keep her equilibrium and trying to not balance. And the birds are kind of like the people in the background just twittering, like, oh, you should do this, you should do that. And <laughs> I oh, love it. <laughs> and uh, throughout this, she's just trying to remain calm, and there's some flowers around her. So, 
And I did another artwork with some uh, lilies with a tiger. So the tiger is smelling the lilies and I decided I should be like a water lily because the water lily is grounded and uh, is rooted in the earth. But when the water comes, it can move a little mm. bit, but it's still strong and doesn't float away. I love and, it. Mm. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's fragrant. It can open up when it wants yeah. or close when it doesn't want. So it has a very strong message for me. And the, the tiger also represents strength. So. And, and I'm sure it's a strong message for the listener as well, because... Uh, when we uh, listening to you, we notice the struggle you knew uh, in your experience with the, um, in a male environment at work, and the decision to to quit to focus yes. on your uh, job, and also how and what are you doing to feel good with yourself uh, mentally and physically. And the decision is to start to paint. Yes. It's very interesting, your story. And I hope that the listener can learn a lot from uh, this experience. Yes. Because when we don't feel good in something, we have to take the decision to change mm -hmm. and to move, to do other things, to be open to the creativity as you, have, uh, you are doing, uh, to be creative, to find the things in which we feel great, we grow, yes. we expand, and it's very important. So what is your last word for my listener about this? Uh, my last word is uh, do not let fear run your life. So if you are unhappy with your job or unhappy in any situation, just quit, stop what you're doing and you can survive. So if you need to take it easy uh, financially for a few months, then that is fine. And uh, do not wait until you have something better because in this time frame, when you're looking for another job and you still have all these frustrations, you will not be at your best. So you will not be able to completely focus on getting a new job and showing the new uh, people where you're applying what an amazing person you are so it's better to just quit and then you will find something else something will come your way and in the meantime you will survive and just uh, take it from there because if you let this fester and you're like yeah no I'll do it I'll go to work it will and, not happen and yeah it, no good things will not come your way if you are in this uh, state of mind so whether it's your relationship, whether it's your work, whether it's a friend that you don't get along with anymore, just break it and come <laughs> over again and it's going to be fine. Great. Love it. Thank you so much. It's uh, a good advice because we uh, to change everything, uh, sometimes it's just uh, take the decision and move. Yes, for sure. So yeah, so thank you so much uh, for sharing, for being uh, on my podcast. And uh, I'm uh, sure that uh, the listener uh, will learn from uh, this uh, experience. Thank you so much for listening. Stay tuned. I will see you in the next episode. <laughs>